This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, April 21st. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Dylan, I'm doing well. Yeah, you're doing well? well? I'm alright. <laughs> I want to immediately address the first thing burning on everybody's mind is how your softball showdown went on Thursday. Well, okay, we we like spent like all day like building it up, like oh, and we, you know, what, what if this team is really good and just annihilates us? And then like the most disappointing thing like that could have happened happened. Yeah, they had like three players show up on time. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's not good. Well, and you told me they're only hour-long matches, so being late. Yeah, the umpire was like, it, it, let's just say he was very much in favor of of, of a forfeit. <laughs> sure, he gets paid either way. Oh, I yeah. assume. You know, at, at five thirty and zero and and one seconds, he was like, up, oh, yep, well, not enough players and forfeit. Yeah. So. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. Is it another company? Are you in a league that's all workplaces? It is. Yeah. This it's a, this was a doctor's office, and it turns out like the doctor wouldn't allow the staff to leave because there was like some like life or death situation. A pretty good reason. This is one of the players told me. I don't know if it's true or not. It very well may be, but either way, they have that built-in excuse no matter what when they work at a doctor's office. Like, oh, sorry, we were late. We were just saving lives. Yeah, so it's a softball that, game. That he, he they laid it on a little bit thick. Like, oh yeah, you know we can't, ha- you know we can't have somebody die today. Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations on your victory, on your win today. So but the, the tale does not end there, though, Dylan. Oh, okay. So we decided you know, we played a little. We, we we had the field for an hour, so we decided to play a little scrimmage with these guys, and eventually, like mm-hmm. a, a few of their players, like you know, trickled in from you know. For, I guess I guess the lives were saved, and they were able, able to trickle in. Mm-hmm. So we we did get a pretty decent scrimmage in. Um, I pulled my quad on my first swing. Uh oh, badly. Are you okay? It doesn't tickle. Well, the good news, Matt, is there were plenty of doctors and medical professionals <laughs> immediately on hand to help you, right? If if I had told anybody, yes. <laughs> Are you doing okay? Are you laid up? I'm I'm gimping around a bit, yeah. Oh man, that's that's scary. Should have done your stretches, apparently. I, you know, it was in my first swing. Too. Like the second I made contact, I knew what I did. Are you going on the DL? Are you going to make the next game? I don't know. I'll probably play. You know, if I if I if I could get it through this game, I could probably make it through the next game. Yeah, that's a, that's a eventful first day of the season for you and no, your softball team. I, I didn't get a hit. I was I was zero for one with a with a with a force out. Sure. I I did pitch an inning. How'd that go? One hit, one run, one earned run. Can you throw strikes? A little bit. Well, that's that seems to be the important part in softball. I would imagine. Since it was an exhibition, I was I I was really more tinkering as opposed to like seriously fo- like trying to get hitters out. Mm-hmm. So I was able to tinker with the breaking ball. I found that I, I could, if I lob a meatball in there to a really big guy, he hits it really, really far. Yeah, so, that's, that sounds like softball also. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to try not to do that again. <laughs> sure. But no, I, I, I got to tinker with the breaking ball. I almost, you know, hit a few doctors. It sounds like fun, though. Are but, you So you're going to have a game every week, usually? Yeah, every Thursday, yeah. That's good. That'll coincide well with this podcast to get these updates. I'm glad. So, Matt, we're going to look at matchups for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. 
I do need to brag for a second that I got the first stolen base, but you kept me in check by being like, oh yeah, he used Billy Hamilton. Real, you know, insightful fantasy advice there. <laughs> that I got a stolen base out of Billy Hamilton. If it was like if like a you know a steals only guy, I wouldn't have said anything. But the fact that it's like the steals only guy, I'm just yeah. like, come on. I know. There's so there's a bragging, but there's also like how silly. And I did want to point out that uh, maybe the most important column on our spreadsheet so far is the hitter ownership one. And I've been spending quote unquote a little bit lately. Uh, I've been having an average of 26.4% on my picks of ownership percentage in Yahoo leagues, and you're all the way down at 17.39. So you have my butt kicked in that category. You've been much more frugal than me. Mm. And so this weekend, I'm going to try and pick some uh, cheaper guys and get my percentage down there as part of my strategy over the next three days. Try and keep that tight because we don't have any exact rules of how that's going to go. But it's true that me recommending Billy Hamilton is not that helpful. How are we doing in the other categories? Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, my pitching has evened out. Okay, we had uh, Daniel Norris get his butt kicked a little bit on Thursday, but Joe Ross did well. You had Matt Cain do well. Andrew Triggs still hasn't allowed an earned run. You had Trevor Bauer do well. He got bumped today, but my ERA is down to three six five. You're wearing a bad one from Gaselman that has you up at four nine zero, but we've been doing okay. And then the whips are coming down. And then our hitters, uh, you're batting one eighty three. I'm batting two fifty eight, but it's similar because we're just picking one a day. It'd be like if you went and looked at how, you know, any hitter is doing through the first couple of weeks. We can't really read too much into it yet. But so far, the experiment has been good. It's been good. Did I have Joey Gallo this week or no? Was that like a, a C pick? You mentioned Joey Gallo, but he was not an A pick of yeah. yours. Right. Yeah, he, he did have his homer. You had uh, Trevor Plouffe did all right, went one for three. You had Jankowski go two for three and score a run, but no steal. Mm. Chris Carter, 0 for 3. Yeah, mine was Billy Hamilton and Zach Cozart got a hit. But, yeah, this hitter one's pretty hard. It's hard to do, but it's been fun. Uh, I think our advice is a little more helpful because we named some other guys that don't all go onto the spreadsheet. So I think our listeners are getting help. We got a tweet from our buddy, Barry, who was uh, real happy that we mentioned Gallo. He must have <laughs> used him. And he, he got that home run, even if we didn't. So, yeah, hopefully we're helping you guys be on the spreadsheet as well. So, Matt, let's look at Friday, the 21st. We're going to pick out some pitchers first. There are a lot of options on Friday. I was intrigued here. I did settle on one, but there are places to go. Are you thinking at all uh, about this matchup between CC Sabathia and Tyler Glass now? That's the one that sticks out to me in really? Pittsburgh. That's the one that sticks out to you? No, I'm not. It's not my favorite, but I'm a little bit interested there. Glasnow is interesting. He gets the Yankees without the DH, and Glasnow has a ton of talent, but hasn't straightened it out yet. Bartolo Colon's going to Philadelphia. His ERA is in the fours, but his whip is .82. He's been fine, and it's Philadelphia. I'm not scared of that. Mike Fires gets the raise, but you in the last episode talked about how he's just way too boring, right? It's just boring. Boring and, like, oddly volatile. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not that interested in that either. Your boy Nate Carnes goes to Texas. I'm interested in Nate Carnes. I don't love him in Texas, but I'm interested. Hector Santiago has been good so far, but he's going to Detroit, and I don't... No, he's at home versus Detroit, but I don't know. I imagine you're not that into Hector Santiago getting the Tigers. The problem is the Tigers are way too right-handed to, for it to really yes. make Hector that interesting. 
it's a bad matchup for him. He's an interesting streamer, mm. not against the Tigers right there. But yeah, 147 ERA, 0.87 whip. He's off to a good start through three starts. Only three walks, 11 strikeouts. In- interesting streamer, but not in the matchup for me. Tyler Chatwood gets the Giants. I'm interested. It's in Colorado, though, and he does have issues there. I mean, he just shut them out last time. You could definitely consider it, but he, his home road splits, like a Rockies guy, are not great there. Alex Wood goes to Arizona, getting a start there. Are you interested at all? No, not in the desert. Yeah, Alex Wood's interesting, not there for me. And then there's a few bad names that I think we can laugh over, but probably not pick. Your boy Adam Conley is going to San oh, Diego. Why are we laughing he's, at he's Adam fine. Conley? He's fine. He's fine. That'll be fine. You could do that. I think that's boring, but it's possible. But how about this matchup of Matt Latos of the Blue Jays against Alex Meyer of the Angels? I, I, I guess, you know, Bronson Royal. I'd make the joke that, you know, Bronson Royal isn't available, but sadly, right. Bronson Royal actually isn't available. He has a job. So. Yeah. To me, that's exciting because we pick hitters on this show, too. I, like, write that down because I'm like, yeah, I can pick against those guys, not considering them. So, Matt, is your pick one of the guys I mentioned, at least? I'm going with Adam Conley. You're going with Adam Conley in San Diego? I'm fine with that. They have some right-handed bats I'm thinking twice about. But in San Diego, they uh, you should be fine. That, that's a good streaming option. That's where Adam Conley should live, is streaming on the road against San Diego. I'm fine with that. You would think so, yeah. Um, yeah. The thing with Conley, doesn't, didn't he have the, the weird reverse split last season where he, he was awful against righties? It was something like that. Yeah. He's been a weird guy. But he has a 1-0 whip this year, 3.75 ERA. I think yeah. he's like a 4-0 ERA pitcher. And he gave up 13 home runs last year. Guess how many gave up to righties? 11. Yeah, uh, 13. <laughs> yeah. It's a fine streaming option. I'm okay with it. There was one name I skipped over that I was also interested in. I thought you might be too. I actually almost went with Willie Peralta at home against the Cardinals. Cardinals aren't that scary yet, and Willie Peralta's been pretty okay. That ballpark, though, I mean, it's just... It's scary, right? I'd say Coors Midwest, but Coors is in the Midwest, so I'm really not sure what the... (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh, the, the Brewers continue to be interesting. Willie Peralta's been fine. I'm not scared of the Cardinals. He's 3-0. 1-1-2-whip. But... I, I, you know, I, 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 keep an, I keep a close eye on my Brewers, and it's like every day there's going to be like four or five homers hitting that park. I think if you're in DFS, you could think about Willie Peralta. Totally. Oh. He's interesting. I don't want to do it because I'm so scared of the blow-up and wearing the ratio all year. So like if you're in a Roto League... You don't want to stream that guy and get hurt by the blow potential. But if it's DFS and you can forget the next day, I'm interested. I'm taking CC Sabathia in Pittsburgh because who are you worried about in that Pittsburgh lineup? Against the lefty? Yeah. McCutcheon, I guess. McCutcheon. Polanco is left-handed, so no. No more Starling Marte. And not for 80 days. It's, it's, yeah. It's not like he, yeah, yeah. The, the overreaction in fantasy leagues is ridiculous to that. By the way, I, I every single league I was in, he was dropped. And I'm just like, really? He's coming back, and you know when he's coming when he's coming back. Yeah, it's it stinks because you can't put him on the DL. Like that's a oh. but he's a real yeah. good player. He's a real good player. I don't know. I'm looking at this lineup, and for me, Josh Harrison, Andrew McCutcheon, David Freeze is a scary bat against lefties, and might get into him later in the show, but. I'm fine with CC Sabathia. I, I don't love him, but I think he's relatively safe. Mm. He's pitched fine okay. He's going to the National League. It's Pittsburgh, which is a good place to pitch. I'm not scared of CC going there at all. You know, not many strikeouts, but it feels like a safe streaming option for me. So, 
I'll take Sabathia, but I don't think Conley's crazy, and I think Peralta would be interesting, too. Matt, who are you thinking about for hitters on Friday? Okay, starting with my C pick. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm taking I'm gonna take a guy is, is, again as my C that I know is gonna get in there. Mm-hmm. Your safety pick. Yeah, my safety. He's at forty eight percent, which is a little hefty for for me, but is what it is. Travis Shaw gets Adam Wainwright. Mm-hmm. These Brewers, right? Lefty and righty in Miller Park, and Shaw's homeward as recently as yesterday. Yeah. In Miller Park, so yeah. I Shaw he's having a little bit of a breakout. Wainwright has been. Awful. He's not been good. And no. I don't know if this is like typical. Like I, I believe he was pretty rough last April too. And and I, I always have a hard time telling if this is like typical like mediocre Wainwright in the beginning of the season or if if, if he's finally reached the point where he's you know done. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we might be at a done. He's old enough that it can just disappear. It reminds me. I don't know about the future, but it reminds me of Verlander when they're like, all right, you're old enough and you've lost your done. And then he turned around and was fine again. The thing, when people were saying that, the thing with Verlander, he was, he was recovering from, you know, those dreaded intercostal injuries. And those are a pain to get over. Yeah. You and I were both done with them. I'll admit it. I like a lot of people. I was just done on Verlander. I I freely admit that I I haven't owned any, any shares of Verlander in a long time, but Mm -hmm. that's really just because I haven't had the opportunity. Mm Mm-hmm. I wasn't as out as everybody else was. I, I thought it was, he looked like a guy who was hurt as opposed to a guy who was just useless. Yep. But, you know, again, Wainwright's old enough that at some point it's just going to go and this might be it. So, yeah, yeah so. Travis shot against him. I'm totally fine with that. You can pick Brewers. They're scary. Next up, my V pick. I'm, I'm going to keep picking on old guys. Okay. Okay. At 3%, I'm taking Jed Lowry versus Sasashi Iwakuma. Okay, I'm fine with that. Okay. Getting again, Sasashi, who's been whatever. He's been he's been really rough. Yeah, not quite as as, as rough as Wainwright, but he's been pretty rough, in particular against lefties. Uh, Lowry, in fact, a switch hitter, has actually been really good against righties. So, mm-hmm. what percent owned is he? Three percent. Yeah, it's nice and cheap. I can see that in the Mariners bullpen. Isn't that scary? That's fine. Correct. And lastly, my A pick. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the Fighting Fish in San Diego. Okay. Trevor Cahill on the mound. Yes. Right-handed. Yes. If you look at Trevor Cahill's, you know, numbers from 2014-2016, 817 OPS against lefties. Um, oddly enough, he's he's turned 10 homers to lefties, 10 homers to righties over that stretch, but that was mostly as a reliever. Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot as a reliever. Yeah, he started to like revive his career a little bit, but when it's in relief and now he's starting, mm. who so knows? I'm I'm gonna pick Justin Board picking on Trevor Cahill. Mm-hmm. Actually, that is my C pick. I wrote sure? that down too. That is not who I'm going with, but I like it for sure. He's seven percent owned is way too low for Justin Bohr. I thought so too. Yeah, that's a left-handed first baseman who can hit righties and could easily have more than twenty home runs, and he bats at least near the middle of that lineup. So, yeah, no, I'm in on Justin Bohr being way underwhelmed and going to see. I don't like that it's in San Diego, but against Trevor Cahill, I'm into that. That's fine. So that's the bottom of my list. Also, Matt, for my B pick, what can you tell me about Trey Mancini? <sighs> I Trey Boom Boom Mancini is right-handed. Yes. And he's been r- ridiculously hot this season. Earning his nickname. Yeah, he's off to one of those like crazy early rookie starts. He's cooled off a little bit mm-hmm. lately. And that, I mean, like in three games or so. But <laughs> showing power early. 
21% owned. He gets a lefty and Drew Pomeranz, and I'm hoping that he cracks the lineup. The Orioles lineup is moving around a whole lot right now mm-hmm. between Craig Gentry and Trey Mancini and Hyunsu Kim and Seth Smith, and there's a lot of moving parts in there. But I like him getting Drew Pomeranz, and I'm, you know, the Red Sox bullpen is okay, but they're, they're going to be in Baltimore. I think that's fine. I'm hoping that getting a lefty in Pomeranz, who's, you know, not that scary right now either. I think that he could do okay. His ERA is over five. Drew Pomeranz is. He's been giving up homers. So I'm seeking one with uh, with Pomeranz. And then I'm going to play one of your players. I want to get in somebody against Matt Latos. And if you're looking for an under-owned guy that might get in in Los Angeles, it's Ben Revere for me. He's 1% owned. I don't know if he's going to make the lineup, but I think he can get on base against the Blue Jays and Matt Latos. So... There, that's another sneaky stolen base guy, but much cheaper at 1% than Ben Revere. Okay, Matt, on Saturday, there's a bunch more interesting guys again. Your boy, Matt Boyd, going to the Twins. Still too terrible, right? Matt Boyd's my pick. (laughs) Matt Boyd's your pick in Minnesota? So, yeah. Okay, apparently not. All right, so tell me about Matt Boyd. Is it because he's going to Minnesota? Pretty. It's, this is more of a, again. I, I I like to pick on offenses, you know, and on days where it's not, there's like a clear clear option. Mm-hmm. And the Twins, aside from you know Max Kepler, they've been pretty lost to the plate, honestly. Miguel Sano could run into one. He could run into one, but he really hasn't been. My guy Matt Boyd. His first start was rough. Not gonna lie. Uh, five, mm-hmm. you know, got beat up somehow by the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Came back, actually pitched against Minnesota at home. Uh, six innings of one hit ball, and followed that with six innings of one run ball against Cleveland in Cleveland. Yeah, he's so, going to be fine. I'm assuming that that was just you know like a bit of a spring training hangover, and he's mm-hmm. actually not you know a, a guy who gives up five runs to the White Sox. Yeah, no, he's you know two good starts in a row, and I agree that not really scared of the Twins, and in Minnesota is a fine place to pitch. So I don't hate that. I don't love Matt Boyd, but I think the matchup's just fine. Other ones I wrote down, Ariel Miranda goes to Oakland, which is about the matchup you'd want for him, but he's just, like, the most number five starter ever. He's whatever. He can do better. Charlie Morton going to Tampa Bay is okay. Like, I like Charlie Morton, but I'm trying to do better on this day. I like Blake Snell, but another bad matchup for him. He gets the Astros. I'm not picking against the Astros, maybe at all this year. Stephen Wright's been real bad. He goes to Baltimore. You don't want any part of that, right? No. Yeah. Interesting pitcher. Bad matchup. Your boy Jaime Garcia goes to Philadelphia. He has eight strikeouts in 17 and a third innings this year. (laughs) And was never really a strikeout guy either. That's a fine matchup, but the upside is not really there. I'll be picking against Jaime Garcia in a a minute. Yeah. Uh, James Shields gets the Indians. Not a good matchup, but... Matt, James Shields has 16 strikeouts in 16 and two-thirds so far. 162 ERA, 114 whip. The season's young, but James Shields... what I mean, if you had picked what you thought he was going to do in his first three starts, are you being optimistic? Or are you just not looking at it? What hey, are you thinking here? Pump up the trade value, man. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not, right? He gets Cleveland. I don't want any part of him facing Cleveland. But if you were facing the Twins, I think we would at least be talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? How about also our boy, similarly, Chase Anderson, who we have not gotten near in a while, break up the Brewers, 16 strikeouts in 18 innings, 150 ERA, 1-0 whip, mm. 
as long as he doesn't get hammered by home runs, which might be a trouble in Milwaukee. And again, I'm not really scared of the Cardinals. I'm not making this pick, but we can start to consider Chase Anderson again. Yes, we can. Um, yeah. I'm I'm actually, I believe his breakout a bit more than I would believe a Willie Peralta breakout. You just look at you know the underlying metrics. Sure, sure. Yeah, but these Brewers, interesting. I hope that they, they keep it up at least for a while. Me too. Antonio Sensatella at home against the Giants. He's been fine so far. I like the matchup. I would consider it in San Francisco, but not in course. Just not enough of a track record there and way too much downside. You can get sneaky with it in DFS, but I'm not doing that in this contest. How about your boy Dan Straley going to San Diego? He hasn't done much yet this year. No, he hasn't. It's, it's actually an intriguing pick for him. Yeah, it's, it's an okay streaming place to be, but I'm not doing that. And Tyler Skaggs gets Toronto. It would be an absolute no way pick last year they're a little less scary now but he hasn't been great yet either so Skaggsy? he's he had that good start for you but <laughs> overall on the air his era is over five oh. he had two bad starts and then you picked the good one when he went to kansas city so well yeah i think you i think you said the magic word right there kansas city mm-hmm. the magic two words exactly uh my pick He's still only 40% owned, despite a 3-1-2 ERA and a 1-1-0 whip. Mm. This is a tough matchup for him, but I'm just going to trust him to be the guy that's the guy. Lance Lynn is going to Milwaukee. I don't like the matchup, but I just think that Lance Lynn is his, you know, low 3 ERA, 200 strikeout guy, and I think that he's kind of doing that already. So he's 40% owned. That is, he's not going to be a guy you can get in your leagues after a while, so... Am I real dumb taking him against the Brewers? Actually, you're not as dumb as you think. Not, not as dumb as you usually are. No. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no. Um, there are strikeouts in that Brewers lineup. There really are. Yeah, he's gonna live and die by the home run against this team. I think. You know, if if they smash two or three home runs off of him, which they're very capable of doing, obviously that's a bad day. But if the ball stays in the park, he has enough strikeout stuff. I I trust him as a pitcher. Is all I'm saying here. I think that he should be 85% owned, not 40% owned. All right. Because a couple of years ago, before his arm blew up, he was in 100% owned, right? He was a 200 strikeout guy that was, you know, a staple in every league. So I think he's back. I'm fine with him. So I'm taking Lance Lynn while I still can. Okay. But I don't I don't think you're crazy with Matt Boyd. I think Straley's a fine streamer. Chase Anderson's a little bit interesting, but no real slam dunks on Saturday. Matt, who are you looking at on hitters on Saturday? Okay. C-Pick. We've got Jared Eikhoff against the Braves. Okay. Jared Eikhoff is, is a pitcher who's great to pick against in DFS because he's a very clear weakness. Yes. Okay. He's, he's lefties. He's awful against lefties. Yep. The only problem is the Braves don't really have that many intriguing lefties. Yeah. I wrote... For my D picks, way down at the bottom, I wrote Freddie Freeman and Ender and Ciarte, mm. but they're not really sneaky or cheap. They're not, they're not sneaky or cheap, but they do have a guy who is sneaky and cheap. Okay, who'd you find there? Is it your boy Jace Peterson? No, 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 no. I, I went with somebody actually a, a bit more exciting than Jace Peterson, depending on who you Okay. It's a surprising 13% owned. Okay. Nick Markakis. Okay, I can see that. Nick Markakis, Nick the Stick. Yeah, he's every year he has an OPS, like almost every year he has an OPS over 800 against right-handed pitching. Yeah, he can do it. It's not exciting, and it's not with many homers, but he can produce. Accurate. Yeah. All right. What percentage did you say he was, is? 13. 13%. That's fine. I'm fine with that, absolutely. 
if you want to spend on Freeman or Inciarte, depending on your format, like if you're playing DFS or whatever, mm. Freddie Freeman's coming off that insane streak he had of getting on base like 10 times in a row or something. He's red hot. He really if, if you want to spend the money on him, he's a lefty, he gets Eikhoff. You can do that, for sure. He's not Eric Thames hot, but, you know. He's not Eric Thames hot. Nobody is. <laughs> Nobody is. Next up, my B pick. My guy, AJ Griffin, is pitching. Yeah, similar story, huh? We're doing the same thing? Pretty much. We got the guy with a very, very obvious weakness. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's in fact right-handed. He has his awful weakness against lefties. He just gets mercilessly pounded by them. Yep. Only problem is, again, Kansas City doesn't have a... Yeah, doesn't have who a do you pick from there? You just picked Brandon Moss, and he went 0 for 5. Correct. Which I still think is a fine pick, but there's not a lot to love there in that lineup. Uh, there's one guy at 6% owned who's a fine B pick. Okay. This fella, I also wrote. I was right there with you. He's in my B picks. Are you sure? Or yeah. what? Alex Gordon? Yeah. Alex Gordon is only 6% owned, and he's had a bad start to the year, and he hasn't been exciting in recent years, but he bats leadoff for him, and he's certainly a talented guy. At 6% owned, I think that's a totally fine matchup for him. I think it's a great matchup for him. I really, yeah. Griffin is already this year, 829 OPS versus lefties. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm fine with it. Absolutely. And lastly, uh, we, we've got Jaime Garcia pitching against Philadelphia. Yes. I did not pick against Jaime Garcia. Oh, you should have. Again, we've got a left-handed pitcher with a very obvious with a very obvious weakness against righties. Mm-hmm. At 1% owned, I'm going to go with Aaron Alfair. Oh, I like that. I could, I could see that. Absolutely. That's totally fine. Yeah, Alfair, he, the problem that he... He has a, he doesn't really have a job. Right. He has to get in there. Yeah, he has to sneak he has to like sneak in there for now. And to be fair, I don't just if you just glance at the at the, at the Phillies roster, it's not a hundred percent fair to him. I mean He should be able to get in there. You you would think he would, yes. Just just Well, I believe he's probably in this platoon with Michael Saunders. That's probably what's going on. And so when they get a lefty you would think he would start. I'm assuming, yeah, Saunders is probably going to be riding the pine, and you're, you're going to get Aaron Alfair in there. Yeah, Saunders was sick on Thursday, and he was out, and they were facing a righty, so Aaron Alfair started against a righty, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, that's a good pick. He should get in there, and that's why he's the A pick, because if he doesn't go, you have other guys to pick from, Correct. too. So, yeah, I like that just fine, going against Simon Garcia. So I have my guys kind of in groups of guys that I like picking against. So I wrote some guys against Eikhoff, like Freeman and Enciarte. You can do that. Nick Markakis is good, too. If those are the bottom, pick some left-handed Braves. Above that, I want to pick against Tyler Skaggs. I wrote Steve Pierce, but I've already picked him this, this month. We're going to refresh on May 1st. So I can't pick Steve Pierce, but I'm going to recommend him. And also, Kevin Pillar is 13% owned. He's leading off for the Blue Jays. He took Devin Travis's job already, for now. And he's been fine. So if you want him right hand and getting a lefty in Skaggs, I think that's totally fine. I can see some runs being scored there in L.A. And then I noted the Royals guys. I have Brandon Moss, who's 14% owned. I have not picked him yet. I He's started cold, but he can run into one against A.J. Griffin. And I also wrote Alex Gordon at 6%. So I like both of them. But the top of my list, Matt, I'm glad you picked Matt Boyd because I'm picking against your guy again. There are two bats in there that I'm interested in against the lefty, Matt okay. Boyd. I know one of them for sure. Jorge Polanco is 16% owned. Stop it. He can hit lefties. He okay. can hit lefties. But my A pick, getting Matt Boyd, Robbie Grossman. Yep. There it is. 3% owned at 3%. I told you I was picking cheap guys this weekend. I got to bring my ownership percentage down. 
can't catch up to you in the reverse way. Hmm. Robbie Grossman getting a lefty has always been interesting, and I don't think it's so scary that you shouldn't pick Matt Boyd, you know? But on the flip side, I think you can pick Matt Boyd, or you can pick Robbie Grossman against Matt Boyd. So, yeah, 3%. I think that's at 3%. I like that. Also, the Tigers bullpen. Yes, please. So that's my thing there. But that'll be fun to see it match up against you. All right. Matt, Sunday, last day we're going to cover on this show. There are some interesting guys here. Matt Andreese gets Houston. Matt Andreese, maybe you would stream, but not against that matchup, I don't think. Joe Musgrove's been bad. Yes. I want him to do better. It's a young season. He could be just fine. I'm still interested, but I'm going to wait and see a little bit more. 5.87 ERA. That's got to come down a little bit first. Do you like Mike Fultonevich getting the Phillies like at all? I like it a little bit, yeah, especially in 2017 as opposed to 2016. Yeah, and on Sunday, where hopefully some of those other guys, like Aaron Althair or whoever will be in there, you know, and he's right-handed, to be okay. Hmm. Your boy Derek Holland getting the Indians. No way? Have you seen the splits on Derek Holland? His last outing, he went to Yankee Stadium, four and two-thirds, seven runs, but only two earned runs. Eh? So his ERA is still 2-1-6. Have you seen the splits on him? <laughs> I haven't. What's happening? I, I believe when facing righties, he has no PS against of like a hundred. He's just keeping righties in check. Yeah, and just and getting knocked around a bit, a lot by lefties. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. I don't trust him. I don't want to pick against Cleveland. Cleveland scares me. Mm-hmm. What about Jimmy Nelson getting the Cardinals? It's still in Milwaukee, and he did finally allow those seven earned runs against the Cubs last time. I'm less scared of the Cardinals. Would you consider Jimmy Nelson? Well, you see, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but the listeners probably don't know this. Sunday is, in fact, my birthday. I did not realize that either. Oh, thanks. You could have just said, "Yeah, I know, Matt," but no, you gotta. Yeah, go. of course it is. Uh, you're gonna be, you're gonna be 31, right? Again, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I'm actually gonna be at this game. Oh, awesome! That's exciting. Yeah, it's Jonathan VR bobblehead day in Milwaukee. So you're driving up there. That's cool. Are you gonna go use get a press pass and try and talk to some players for your writing? God no, it's my birthday. I'm not working. <laughs> there is that. That's true. That's exciting though. So are you thinking about picking Jimmy Nelson so you can root for him on your birthday? Actually, yeah. Is it because if it weren't your birthday, would you do it? He's been fine other than that one outing against the Cubs. If it weren't just a rough day for streaming otherwise, because mm-hmm. I honestly... There's not I, a lot else. I really... You know, you look at Tom Kohler, who's been, you know, much, much worse. He's whatever. Yeah. He's got five, he's giving up five homers. He's, yeah, he's, he's not great. No, so, I wrote Kohler down, and I wrote Jesse Chavez down. It's the Blue Jays. you got to be real not scared of the Blue Jays there. Of of the available streaming picks, I think Nelson is probably, I'll say it's, it's you know, you, you're not afraid of the Cardinals lineup anymore. There's simply nobody to be afraid of. I mean. Not right now. They could get it together, but right now, nothing yet. So, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll roll Jimmy out there on my birthday. Why not? I like Jimmy Nelson. I would pick Jimmy Nelson if it weren't for my pick. You're missing my favorite guy. I've picked him every outing this year. Andrew Triggs is at home against the Mariners. I assumed he was over 50%. He's at 44%. Oh, people, we are, people are way too low on Andrew Triggs. He has a 0.00 ERA. Now he's allowed some unearned runs, and his line looks really weird. He's been funky. He's not... He's definitely not been zero ERA dominant, but his whip is under one. The strikeouts aren't there that you want to see, but he's just gotten better as the year has gone on, too. 
So, yeah, five strikeouts, no walks last time, two unearned runs, but it was against Texas. He gets the Mariners, so I'm not that scared of either. I'm a Andrew Triggs believer, and I think another start for the trigger like this, and he's going to be finally over 50% owned. I streamed him in his last start, and I didn't throw him back in my fantasy league. I picked him up, I got those six unearned, and I was, or six innings of no earned runs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm holding on to him. I'm a, I'm a Triggs owner in that league, at least for now. And I'm taking him maybe for the last time on Sunday. But I like the Jimmy Nelson matchup. It's a good one, too. Hmm. And then, Matt, who are you thinking of four hitters on Sunday? I kind of like going against Jesse Chavez. In that case, you'd, you'd want lefties. Mm-hmm. Blue Jays awfully, awfully right-handed. Yes, they are. But they do have Justin Smoke at 1% owned. They do. That's a good 1% pick. Isn't Absolutely. It? That's my well, yeah, if you just want a warm body in that lineup that might score a bunch of runs. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Brunson Royal facing the Cubs. Yeah, and the hard part is finding anybody affordable in that Cubs lineup. I've got one for you. Perfect. Perfect. Who are you thinking there? Their catcher, Miguel Montero. Okay, because it's Sunday and he can get in there. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, they've been splitting time pretty evenly between him and, him and Contreras. Yeah. He is 1% owned, so you were in business. Again, another 1%er. Yeah, you're all set. That's good. And it's Sunday, so you can think who's going to play. That's good. That's a good DFS pick. Hmm. Yeah, lefty and righty, and Montero's actually been pretty good. He's actually been good this year. He'll be fine. He has pop, and he gets the Reds. He gets Bronson Arroyo and the Reds bullpen and the Reds in Cincinnati. Bullpen, yes. Into it. Absolutely. Lastly, we've got my A pick. Mm-hmm. Shelby Miller is pitching against the Dodgers. Yes. I'm fine with picking against him. So am I. And, and in fact, but if, if you're going to pick against him, you want to pick against him with left-handed hitters. Yeah. He hasn't been horrendous this year, but he hasn't been dominant, and that bullpen's not good. He hasn't been so. horrendous, has, and the bullpen is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dodgers also have a uh, left-handed outfielder where they have Andrew Tolles. Yes. I He was one of my early picks. I'm all about Andrew Tolles. So am I. Does, has yeah. done damage against righties this year. 8-9-3 OPS against two, two of his... Two of his three homers into 14 RBIs. Eight walks. He is still only 4% owned. When I picked him, he was 3% owned. It should be much higher. Mm. He has three homers. He They bat him high in the lineup. Like, yes, absolutely. Eight holes for 4%. That's a good pick. I'm into that. Yeah, and Shelby Moore. In the desert. Yeah, he should play. I wrote down I wrote down Michael Saunders getting Fultonevich because a lot of these Braves guys can't handle lefties. I already used Michael Saunders on opening day, actually. But you should think about some Phillies guys that are left-handed against Fultonevich, including him. I wrote down Trey Mancini again. In case I don't get him on Friday, he gets Erod. And, uh, yeah, he's getting a lefty. The same reason I like him on Friday. If I don't use him on Friday and he gets in here, I'm, I'm fine with him on Sunday as a C pick. Matt, I wanted to pick a Ranger against Jason Hamill. Jason Hamill is a right-handed pitcher who struggles with lefties. So there are two guys in this lineup I'm thinking about. I wrote down Joey Gallo, who's only 14% owned, which is way too low. And I'll probably get in there because it's Sunday. But I'm not going to completely copy you there. I like it, though, if you're home hunting. Mm. Shinsu Chu, Matt, is only 12% owned. And I know Shinsu Chu is not the hitter he once was, but 12% owned and getting a guy who struggles with lefties, I think he'll be fine there. Mm. So I'm thinking about Shinsu Chu getting Jason Hamill. But also, I'm fine with 
Joey Gallo. Any left-handed guys against Hamill is the way to go. My, my only concern with, with Chu is that he doesn't really run anymore, and he doesn't mm-hmm. really have any pop anymore. So Yeah, some. I think he can hit righties okay. So you're, you're essentially just looking for empty batting average with him at this point in his career. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. I'm not excited about it. I think he can produce against a righty who struggles with lefties. I think the matchup's good. Mm-hmm. I just also think 12% is way too low for him, but we'll see. It's not my A pick, though. My A pick is Dr. Freeze getting the left-handed Jordan Montgomery of the Yankees on Sunday. Jordan Montgomery is nothing special other than he's left-handed, and Dr. Freeze's job is to hit lefties. I mean, they use him every day, but that's where he's good, and he's been good so far. So that might be empty batting average, but he pounds on lefties, so I like him on Sunday getting a lefty. Dr. Freeze is a a good against lefties DFS pick, so... Yep, those are mine. Matt, do you have anything else about these weekend games before we get rolling out of here? No, I've emptied my notebook. Good, me too. We've covered these games pretty good. There's a lot of options. We only put, you know, two names each down in the spreadsheet every weekend, but I like that we get to talk about our process and what we're looking at. So I think we're hopefully helping people out, even if we aren't necessarily getting the picks ourselves. Oh, for, I, th- you know, I think we, we touched on quite a bit. And we, we, you know... Yeah, that's good. All right, Matt, do you have anything not about these weekend games before we get out of here? Everything, yeah. Like I said, I I, I emptied up my notebook during this one, man. I'm, I'm. We talked about softball at the top of the show, so we can skip it here. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't want to rehash that. I didn't want to, you know. Sure. Go back. That's good. <laughs> well, that should do it for us then. Matt is on Twitter at matt d underscore dfs. I am on Twitter at higgins fos. We both love hearing from you guys. It lets us know people are listening and that you're liking the show. If you want to support the show, the best way to do it is to become a Fangraph subscriber. You can be a member, and it just basically supports Fangraphs itself and all of the cool podcasts here, including us and The Sleeper and the Bust and Effectively Wild and Fangraphs Audio and all the cool stuff they give you for free, not to mention, of course, all the blogs at Rotographs and Fangraphs, all that stuff. For 20 bucks a month, you can help keep the lights on, and it helps us keep doing the show, too. Mm. So think about doing that. And for 50 bucks, you can get ad-free browsing, which is another cool way to do that, too. How much is a hat, Dylan? I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. There is a merch page over at Fangraphs. I've always been you know, trying to get one for free, but they won't send one to me. We have not worked our way into free uh, free sw- Fangraphs swag yet. We'll have to check that out. No. One, one more year, maybe. But yeah, you can go check out Fangraphs merch on the website, too. Sorry, I don't have that offhand. But yeah, if you want to support the site, there are ways to do it for sure. But this show is free, and we like doing it for free. So yeah, that should do it. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.